0: Welcome to Lady Podcast. I'm Maria Felix. I'm Lori Ronkamp. I'm Cash Abdul Malik. Yay! Hey! Sorry, I get excited every time you're here, even though you're always here.
1: Well, I mean, for now, I, I... mean, the industry's back open, so who knows? I might be in Hawaii next week. Or... Oh,
0: <laughs> oh! You're going to go to Hawaii without me? No, you're
1: going to be there, obviously.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, so I'm going to be left doing everything? That's goddamn right, Lori. All right. just making sure just checking to see if that's true we appreciate it
0: (laughs) today we're talking about tituba which uh was the first woman accused of witchcraft in the salem witch trials and this story is great i went in not knowing a whole lot i wanted to start covering some witches or people who were accused of witchcraft. So I, I you know, I started I started at the top. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's always that.
0: that's how you do the research. You start at the top. I started at the top. Uh <laughs> and I didn't know anything about Tatuba. and uh as we'll see her story is amazing what we do know of it. Uh and like many other people in the Salem witch trials, it wasn't her fault. Mhm. She was just a victim. In the craziness of white people nonsense. What what, what, what was she? race She, wise. she was um, assumed to be of Indian descent. Mm, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. so she was just
2: a woman of color and then, you know, trying to live her life
0: and everybody else was like, which? A hundred percent. 100%. Oh, God. I always feel like it's oh, like
1: man. a woman is showcasing some sort of an intelligence, and then the guys are just like, she's a monster. Like, she's using an abacus or something like that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's... She's, like,
1: she's like, don't we need long division for this? And they're like, <gasps>
2: what is this heresy? <laughs> heresy, heresy, get her. Well, that's like, a, I don't know if you guys have watched that animated uh, adult animated show on Hulu, Crossing Streams. No. Uh, no. A F- friend of the podcast and uh, a guest on the podcast amanda barnes is oh. in, is working on that cool. and uh, you can actually hear her yell many times in the show fuck face <laughs> 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 i,
3: I don't know why i'm mixing her
2: i can tell you hear her saying that i'm gonna check it out that's really yeah, oh it's so funny um but they have a thing in one of the episodes where they go to the dungeon and it's and, and it's all these Different horrible people, and this one woman is a, uh, why are you here? And, and it's like, well, she's our witch. And it's like, I'm not a witch, I just want equal pay. And everybody's like, witch, witch. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: really funny. Uh. Tituba was the first woman accused of witchcraft in Salem, Massachusetts in 1692. Marking the beginning of the Salem witch trials, which saw over 200 people accused and tried of witchcraft, with 20 of them ultimately being executed. Information on Tituba before her arrival in Salem is scarce, and it's hard to extract the truth from speculation. From, it's hard to extract the truth from speculation after so many years and endless fiction melded with fact, as happens with something as sensational as the Salem witch trials. It is likely that Tatuba was of South American descent and had been taken, brought and sold as a slave in Barbados since she was a child. At some point, a sugar plantation owner by the name of Samuel Paris acquired ownership of Tatuba. Samuel Paris, born into an English family with some money, immigrated to Boston in the sixteen sixties. And this is where it's fucking starts. I mean it already it's already been happening, you know, with slave trade and all this is where it, we zero in on how systemic racism and oppression so 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 much more bold-faced at the time mm-hmm. yeah starts directly affecting tutuba the right. slaves
1: in my family were um uh, were traced back to barbados as well
0: really i guess that
1: was i guess that was like a big
0: it was port. a big tra- it was a big trade port yeah yeah, 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 yeah. for slave trade and a lot sure. of them from that came to America were coming through Barbados. Yeah, it was more like a. Well, just that it was a port because not every not every slave that came from Barbados was from Barbados. Right. A lot of them were transferred there, were from other countries that they'd been taken.
1: Right, I think my family was actually from Barbados, Um but yeah, it's pretty fucking crazy. Pretty fucked that up. It is crazy.
2: Yeah, I I don't know if this is a touchy subject for you, but do you know how far back? in your family were your family slaves like because i think they didn't dave Chappelle say like his great-grandfather was like a slave yeah or something? it was
1: it was my, my great my great-grandparents jesus yep
2: that's insane Country's
3: to me fucked up
2: yeah i love also love how you know i see on facebook i have a lot of um uh i'm gonna i'm just gonna call them florida family uh who are arguing that you know (laughs) we're not as bad as we used to be and it's like okay yes we're not (laughs) burning witches
0: (laughs) like i i mean it's almost like are we not though are we not (laughs) yeah no seriously seriously i mean the the stuff that happened this week and you know but I i mean what i'm saying is is like it's basically this
2: it's like we're not calling it witches like it's like it's almost like it's almost like that person who say who says like uh, yeah, I'm pretty fucked up. I like to drink. I like to gamble. I'm not going to change, though. It's like, oh, great. So you know your faults, but you're not going to yeah. do shit about it. Like, yeah. uh, come on.
1: It's that shitty dude, but it's a shitty country.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and they're we're just like, and people, it, and it's just like, yeah, we're racist. We acknowledge it now. But, you know, I mean, it's like, whatever.
3: <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. great.
0: All right. Awesome. Yay.
3: We are horrible. What?
0: So back to Samuel. So Samuel... Born into a family of, I guess you could call them lower upper class. Like they were rich, but they weren't like mad rich, but they were rich. Right. Um, they were comfortable. They were comfortable. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. He immigrated to Boston in the 1660s, like I said, and then attended Harvard at his father's behest. So to be clear, Sam didn't want to go to Harvard. He just went because his dad kept telling him he needed to go. So when his father died in 1673, Samuel left Harvard to take up his inheritance of a sugar plantation in Barbados. After a hurricane destroyed most of his plantation in 1680, he sold a portion of his land and traveled back to Boston with Tetuba already under his ownership. Samuel then married a woman named Elizabeth Eldridge, a member of the Puritan Boston First Church. Which, by the way, in all the history accounts, they keep saying that Elizabeth Eldridge was one of the most beautiful women in the land.
1: <laughs> yeah, they have to do that. They yeah. have to do that. Oh, she was she gorgeous, just... by the way. She was so yeah. thin and wavy. Yeah. And she had like three she teeth. She in water.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, we, there's no pictures of her, but there's drawings, there's mm-hmm. paintings, right? And then even in the paintings, she has like a long... Oval, like if you punched a a horse in the mouth mm-hmm. and it got a swollen lower jaw, that's the shape <laughs> of her of her head. I uh, mean, I
2: don't know. That sounds pretty hot. Uh-
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like all these like old timey like <laughs> white ladies like look like they've been like chilling in like a tub of brine.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for, like
1: a long ass time, and they're just like, oh yeah, hey, they fucking think I'm gorgeous here. What's up with that?
2: <laughs> Well, I mean, it's like it's one of those things where it's like beggars can't be choosers. So it, eventually you just start going like, yeah, yeah, you're attractive. Yeah, yeah. you're
0: the prettiest one here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's like-
0: you're the prettiest one for five miles. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Which is as far as people could travel in that time. Yeah, but yeah. at the
1: same time, I mean, they're still like raping their slaves on the side.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so together they have three children. Tutuba married a man known only as John Indian. I have a feeling it's not his real name. Yes, yes, John Indian. That is gonna go out on a whim and say it's not his real name. That is some dumb
2: white shit. Where it's like, what should we name him? My name is (laughs) actually I have a name. No, 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 no. Your name's uh, John Indian. There we go. That's it. I have a name that I've been using. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, his boss is just like, no, no, no. You're you're John Indian. No, you're John Uh, Indian now. Oh my John God, Indian. that is some. It's like, at least if you're going to be racist, at least, at least be inventive. You know, if you're no, going to be no, a no, terrible
0: no. person, at least be creative.
2: I mean, you'd think so.
0: You'd think so, but it's. However. You, yeah. <laughs>
1: that's not the case. All the
0: racism takes up the, you know, any other spot in your brain. So yeah. The rest is just a fog.
1: It's a pretty unoriginal idea.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, John Indian was also a slave of Samuel Paris. It's not really clear to me if. Tatuba and John Indian both traveled here with Samuel from Barbados. I'm going to assume they did, um, but I'm not sure. Mm. I think they did. Some accounts just don't say it. Some accounts say that they traveled here together. But anyway, whatever their circumstances, John Indian and Tatuba were married and they had a little girl named Violet. Samuel was dissatisfied with his level of financial security because apparently owning a plantation in Barbados is not enough. Yeah, um, and he started looking into joining the ministry. Since a congregation pays a minister's salary, it's basically a for life deal. Oh, huh. yeah, as long as huh. your congregation is happy and wants and you. And you didn't
2: have to be. You didn't have to be. you, you didn't have to be celibate at that time. To be in the ministry?
0: I don't know all the intricacies, and I'm not going to pretend I know all the intricacies of how Puritan faith works. Can we break it down? Can we break down like <laughs> exactly? What kind of parish was this? I don't know. A poor I'm one? Kidding. I don't
2: know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what words I'm using. Do you think <laughs> I know? Maybe. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't even know what I just said. I, I blacked I, out. I, I, made, I, I made up words i'm white i just make up shit and then seem like i know what i'm talking about
3: Hmm. Hmm. (laughs)
2: pretty good bumper sticker (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh, right next to coexist oh boy on
0: on top of on top of them paying your salary if a whole town is within the same congregation Depending on the size of the town, it can mean buku bucks, maybe.
1: Yeah, everybody's putting in the chill.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and since towns tend to do that, they tend to have the same faith and have one church, especially at the time. Mm-hmm. Then it could it could be a pretty lucrative way to make some money besides your slave driving Barbados plant- plantation. Yeah,
2: it's kind of like how Jay Leno. Rumor has it that Jay Leno never touched his late show money he only he only used his money that he made off of touring to uh,
0: uh oh yeah to buy to the live. cars oh to live yeah
2: like to live yeah that's how he made all of his that's how what he used his money to spend on so that way his late show money was essentially his retirement nice. so you know i mean I, I guess that's what i'm saying he's doing he's like I will i won't touch my barbados sugar plantation i'll just touch the ministry money can right, right. can
1: anybody do that as a, uh, with a Jaylano impression? Because that would be dynamite.
3: Uh, I <laughs> feel like, uh, I guess I can do this, uh,
1: <laughs> uh, I'm going to do this on my sleeve, and I'm going to put the money on the side.
2: I don't
3: know. That's horrible.
2: You sound like you don't have a big chin, and I feel like.
0: That's, well.
3: Leno <laughs> has a huge chin. That's part of it.
1: I mean, you need you need that. You need the chin.
0: Yeah. So by 1689, Samuel had become the minister of Salem Village, which, based on the Salem Village track record, was the bottom rung of a shoddy ladder. You see, baby, okay. North America was in the middle of what was known as King William's War, which was an extension of the War of the Grand Alliance that was happening in Europe. The French, the English, and some indigenous confederacies were fighting for control over the fur trade in North America. So this is over for, let's just be clear. Okay. The French settlers had less numbers than the English settler, settler, ugh. settlers. Settlers. <laughs> settlers. The French settlers had less numbers than the English settlers. I can't do it. Settlers. Again, but after that, sh- I can't. <laughs> <laughs> English settlers. Settlers.
2: Settlers. I think it's called settlers, isn't it? Settlers.
0: I know what it is.
2: I know what it is say it i just can't tell
0: <laughs> it moving on <laughs> the french settlers had less numbers than the english colonizers who outnumbered who outnumbered them 12 to 1 even though the french and english colonies were all geographically separated the french were able to organize better and with the aid of indigenous nations were put were putting up a pretty good fight up against the english who were already paranoid about the indigenous people in the first place, and since they believed them to be their inferiors, this also bled into the causes for war, even though they also supposedly had allies from the native nations. so they're just pissed, they're pissed that the French are first of all, the the um, indigenous colony, the indigenous confederacies had control of the fur trade basically because they had control of the land, of the river where it happened. Right. Uh, and then the French come along, and they're starting to gain some of the control. They're somewhat working with the indigenous tribes, because I'm sure they also had their fair share of injustices with them. Mm-hmm. And then the English come along, and they're like, we want it. And then they encourage the one of the indigenous confederacies to fuck with the route that the French have, and vice versa. And then there's just, there's an all-out war, which they were already, like, the tension in the air was already bad because people had failed to adhere to a treaty that had happened Mm -hmm. years earlier. So war was already going to happen. It's all greed. Yeah.
3: It's It's all greed. I guess uh, that old school kind of like,
1: I'm going to be coming down on white people a little bit in this episode. I don't know why. Uh just a random <laughs> random time. Uh it seems like that old form of white greed is really about lineage and them not wanting their wives or children or anything have to work so like they they don't want them to work so gen they're 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 boosting the general malaise from their family. Because yeah. Yeah. And it's it's really despicable because it's just like, dude, do you want your kid to not be a piece of shit? Cool. Tell him to get a job at like, well, 14, you know, like work, dude, you'll start to become a better person.
0: Well, everybody th- wanted their own business. That was the other thing, too.
1: That's another. Yeah, that's another thing, too.
0: I think
2: what you're forgetting is that it's not about the family. It's about them. It's, it's pretty- an ego thing. You know, yeah. it's, it, they could give two shits about their family. It's the fact that they're known as the guy who was able to make enough money so that their family doesn't have to work anymore. My fault. Right. So, I'm being yeah.
1: decent about this. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not family. It, you're right. It's, it's uh, a
2: selfish venture.
1: Yeah, I want them to remember me when I'm gone. They'll know that I was Rockefeller. They'll know that I was Johnson. You know, it's like yeah. that whole fucking thing. And it's just about, it's just about, Just people knowing who the fuck you are.
2: Yeah, it's all about them. It's all about them and their ego, and you know what they can do to make themselves look better and feel better, and
0: you know, it's all about dicks.
2: Yeah. So it's a it's a it's a dick measuring contest, essentially. Yes, but with family lineage, right? Family dicks.
0: Yes. So the dick conflicts occurred between 1688. These particular ones. Mm -hmm. 1688 through 1763 and were known as the French and Indian Wars. Okay. So a bunch of these disgruntled, disorganized, fur-hungry English colonizers lived in both Salem Village and Salem Town, which had its own set of problems. So two very different places very right next to each other. Salem Town, the actual seaport town, was affluent and prosperous. They controlled Salem village which was only about five miles inland from the town. The residents of the village were mostly farmers, and their harvests were were bought and sold by the merchants of the port town. So they controlled everything. They controlled the taxes and the pricing and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. The village remained poor while the port town prospered. Frustrated, many of the residents of the village began seeking separation from Salem town. They started by petitioning to start their own Puritan church. And in 1672, the town finally agreed. But they still controlled every other aspect about the town. Hmm. Or about the village. In regards to a ministry leader for Salem Village, many would step down shortly after being appointed. So once they were granted the ability to put their own church down in the village, Mm -hmm. then they couldn't decide on a minister. They couldn't decide on a leader. They just kept arguing about it. And so when they finally decided and they got one dude to do it, he stepped down like two years later and the same thing happened two more times. Everybody who would come in would either just step, <laughs> step down mm-hmm. or be booed away by the villagers. And because the villagers only had to stop paying the tax on the, that the specific tax that was for the minister's salary. If they didn't want somebody in power anymore, they would just stop paying the tax, and the guy would stop being paid. <laughs> and
1: then he would be like, "Well, fuck this." Yeah,
0: and then he would just leave. <laughs> oh, nice. fun!
1: Be nice, nice yeah. way to work.
2: <laughs>
1: he sucks, right? Yeah, fuck him. I'm not paying him.
2: Yeah. Oh, I wish we could do that. That'd be nice. Wish we could stop paying people we don't. Oh, that would be nice. If I could like click a box in my taxes and be like, don't
0: pay these people. Right? Oh my God. That should be the way to do it. (laughs) Oh. So tensions were always high at Salem Village. People were angry and poor. And there were new settlers coming in all the time, displaced by the war. And they were all, and they were overall unsure of what to do or where life was going. I just added that part of myself. <laughs> they just seem like they're really lost, and they're they have no set goals. Yeah, they got they don't have motivation to get up and and put their hair in a high bun in the morning and drink <laughs> yeah. some coffee and put on some gangster rap. They don't have anything going for them.
1: Just laying around, looking wet, being lame.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> having
2: to having to start. Sitting with sheets on because you sweat so much that you yep. sweat through the the couch, so you have to wear it, put a sheet over the couch.
0: <laughs> oh man, they don't have they couches. So they much. have like what do they have? Like, wooden like wooden, wooden couches. hard stools.
2: Yeah. yeah. So then the, <laughs> the stools
0: hard stools that you, is... that you have to
1: like squat on.
0: Yeah, they hadn't invented. What if they hadn't invented chairs yet and it was all stools? <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs>
0: Somebody is like, my back hurts.
1: We should make a part that leans back, and everybody's like, are you going to do it? And he's like, no.
2: Yeah, you would have so, to do you it yourself.
0: If you did it, you're going to, you're a witch. Ugh. Yeah.
2: Oh, Could you imagine, I'm like, tired. You, especially being a woman, like, not trying to figure out what amount of intelligence you can share to not be deemed a witch? Yeah, like, it's crazy. I don't know what this stool is. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even acknowledge that you know what a chair is. Like, oh, God. I, I would mean, die in heartbeat.
1: Husband's Like, this, this food's really, uh, Really uh, bland. Got anything that we could uh, use to make it nicer? Maybe a little salty or sweet. And she's
2: Witch.
4: like,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> also, let's Here's also keep in dinner. mind. Let's also keep in mind nobody's having uh, enjoyable sex. Nobody,
0: not even the men,
2: <laughs> no, are having no.
0: enjoyable sex. No, because it's a Puritan town. Too, yeah, so. it's all yeah.
2: forced. Forced and unnecessary and just gross and yeah. quick and un- unpleasurable, dry, very yeah. dry. Yeah. dry,
1: <laughs> Yeah, there's no, <laughs> there's no, <laughs>
0: horrible. Combined, Salem had a population of around 2,000, with a mere 500 being the residents of the Salem village. That's a small town. Two powerful families were at the forefront of the arguments: mm-hmm. the Porters, which is like, come on, not creative at all. The Porters, who were a seaside family, <laughs> <laughs> and the Fishers, <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: and the Landlockers.
2: <laughs>
0: oh my God!
2: They controlled and, the, the, and lot- the Shackers. They lived just lived in a shack. Yes, they were the weirdos. <laughs>
0: They controlled a lot of the farmers in Salem village and the Putnam's who were affluent and lived in Salem village and were allied with Samuel Paris.
3: Mm. Uh,
0: in the book Salem possessed, the authors identified a pattern. The majority of the accusers were Putnam supporters. So they were from the village while the majority of the accused had previously sided with the porters. This though could just be a coincidence. It is my belief and the belief of a lot of um, scholars that the girls, because a lot of the time the people accusing at first were teenage girls or preteen girls, not somebody that would likely have a whole lot of insight onto the oppression that they're actually facing in the village. Um, Also
2: like preteen girls are just annoying too. So I could see somebody being like, (laughs) which
0: no, they were the ones doing the accusing.
2: Oh, they were the ones doing the Oh, well, then that oh, makes more yeah. sense.
1: Being really cat, Because yeah.
2: they're the ones who are like, they're ah, the ones who are like, you looked at me weird. Witch.
0: Exactly. exactly.
1: Fix so. my hair to look like yours. No, it's my hair. You're a witch. <laughs> witch. You're a witch. I'm going to tell you around You're a,
2: a witch. Witch. <laughs> You're a super witch.
1: P.S. I hate you.
2: Nobody likes you, just FYI. I, I asked everybody and they said, I-, I don't like you.
0: Am I a mean girl? Yeah. <laughs> we just rewatched um well Cash saw it for the first time and I rewatched The Witch, The Vivitch. The Vivitch.
1: <laughs> I love the Vivitch.
0: Oh, and what is it? The Witch. It's it's uh it's the that movie The Witch with the the goat. Black Philip. Black Phillip, Black Philip, Black Philip.
1: Those kids oh, in that movie are so fucking annoying.
0: That's what I was going to get oh at, was God. like the two little kids in that movie, they're really annoying and mean to the older girl, to the main girl. And they're like, yeah. we're going to tell mother you're a witch. And and she, on the flip side, and I'm not spoiling anything because it happens at the beginning. But um, she, when they say that, she's like, I am a witch. And she scares them. and But it's her brother and sister. So in my head, I'm like, I would have just beat the fucking crap out of you. <laughs> <laughs> like you fucking accuse me of being a witch?
1: Yeah. You say, you, it I it once. you say it once, and then you're going to be like, hey, Mom, Dad, why don't you guys take a little bit of a break? I'm going to take the kids down to the stream. We're going to have a little swim. <laughs> we go down there for a swim, and I, tell them, I bring them into the water just a little bit, a little and I bit. say, hey, look, you see the fish down there? And I push their head in. I pull it back out, and I say, you ever tell anybody I'm a fucking witch again? gonna fucking kill
2: you i haven't (laughs) thought about this or anything (laughs) like that this is gonna sound incredibly mean (laughs) really (laughs) yeah this is gonna sound incredibly mean but uh i used to do something similar to that to my brother when he would piss me off like i would would, uh so my brother i'm a twin brother but my brother's always been smaller than me and so when he used to really piss me off we would and we would go to a pool I would lure him to the deep end of the pool and then just get out of the pool and sit and watch him as he struggled in the deep end of the pool. And How I would, would say lure like lure
0: him to the deep end.
2: I would like either go, let's go for a race, or we would be talking and I would eat I would I would move further and further away. Or sometimes you could just go like, hey, come over here. And he wouldn't realize that it was the deep end of the pool. Or which is really bad. I would go, come with me to the deep end and go, I don't want to. You're gonna leave me. And I'd be like, I'm not gonna leave you. And then I would leave
0: and then you'd leave him <laughs> and then i would leave him
2: and i mean i stopped after a while because you know i realized that it was mean also he pretended to drown which freaked me out so then i stopped and he was like oh and later or later on in life he was like yeah i pretended cuz you kept doing it to me so i wanted you to think that i actually was drowning and i was like ah god damn it so i could have done it longer
0: see your little brother is like the little kids from the witch pretending yeah. to drown and shit
2: she's a witch she's a witch get out so-
3: she drowned that, me. She drowned in
2: us. That's, that's what I would have done. Oh, I would have like, or I would have done stuff like I would have left. Like I would have, as they walked by, I would have kicked a chair in front of them so they fell over the chair or something. Yeah, and I'm like, something like, that. Something yeah. like that.
1: I just would have found Black Phillip and learned to live deliciously.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no reference for what that is, but sure. Yes, if you rewatch it, you'll see. It. It's good.
2: crazy. <laughs> I found sure. a pun that's pretty cool. The Salem witch trials were pretty serious. There was a lot at stake. Ha! Oh, boy. Yeah. That's fun. That's pretty good.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. So, the um the fact that a lot of the, the correlation between the people from the village and the people from the port and who was accusing who could just, just be that. Just a simple correlation. Because, as I was saying, the teenage girls probably don't have a lot of insight into who controls the town from a political socioeconomic standpoint, you know? Yeah. But they're the ones doing the accusing. Later on though, as the people who were being accused started going on trial, they started accusing other people. So maybe then, who knows. It it's just a it's just an interesting observation that the authors of that book made, which I found to be, you know, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. So Samuel was the fourth minister to take power of Salem Village. We're back to Samuel Paris now. Many of the villagers already disliked him because they knew he had a strict rule and a greedy nature, which, once in power, included buying solid gold candle holders and other accessories for the church. Oh, it
2: sounds like somebody else we all know who's really into gold and uh, nobody nobody trusted him,
0: yet somehow
2: became president. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. In January of 1692, his daughter Betty, nine years old at the time, and his niece Abigail, uh, Abigail Williams, twelve years old, started disappearing for short periods of time, which in reality meant they were just going out to the woods to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. Just, I legit thought you were going to say they
2: disappeared, and then when you no. said short periods of time, it's like they probably just went o- went outside to
0: scream into the ether. Yeah yeah because it's a puritan lifestyle there's fucking nothing else to
1: do yeah yeah
0: why would you go into the woods
1: what do you have to do out
2: there (laughs) yeah you're a witch yeah (laughs) that's my my puritan voice by the way yeah that's that's it (laughs) that's your
0: puritan voice
3: that's (laughs) i like it
0: thanks a lot supposedly part of their play were some small fortune-telling quote-unquote techniques that were a major sin with the Puritans. According to a minister at the time, John Hale, and his books, the girls were playing around with what they thought was a fortune-telling technique, dropping egg whites into a cup and interpreting the shapes they formed, which would help them to find their future husbands. One of the girls saw a coffin in her shape and freaked out. And they kind of note this in, John Hale kind of notes this in his books and others do as probably what they marked as, as the beginning of this whole um, craze. Mm-hmm. As if okay. it were, as if the egg in the cup were the the oh, gateway to hell. It's <laughs> the way they talk oh about it. Oh
2: my God. You know? Wow.
1: That's the silliest thing I've ever fucking heard. I don't know why. Each of them wasn't just like, oh, the egg in the cup. It looks like an amoeba. I'm gonna marry a scientist.
2: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) They never were like, like,
1: it looks like a sun. I'm gonna marry a weatherman.
2: (laughs) Yeah, they never like, they never like had information based off of like the the that kind of stuff. It was always like, this
0: looks like the angel of death. It was never like, this looks like a bunny. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I would love if you do that technique, and it just keeps modernizing through time. So now you do it, and you see like a garbage truck. Yeah, like, fuck, oh. <laughs> damn it! You're like,
1: oh, this looks like a fucking processor. I'm gonna marry a fucking computer technician.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but then also, wouldn't it be funny if it's like, like if it was something with us? Because I feel like we all have like different. We all all have our hands in different things. So if it's just like. What's your egg say? I mean, my egg is covered with random shit. So I'm gonna marry somebody who's a voice actor, an actor, a DJ, a sketch comedian. <laughs> it's like Are
0: you gonna be in, Are you gonna be in a commune
2: or is this all one person?
0: I think they would just try to sum it up with like a picture of Darth Vader. And would be very confused and upset. <laughs> <Really>? Vader? Vader. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's the part Later. that fucking
1: that makes me crazy.
2: Really? Yeah. And, <laughs> and then for you, a, at least it's not an Ewok. For you, it would just be cash. Your egg would just be like a picture of like a a calendar that has tasks that need to be completed, and you're like, <laughs> "Oh, okay, I got it." Oh, it's Maria. Uh- <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, in my opinion, one, if not all of the girls were caught doing this fortune telling thing and the Salem witch trials began as a way for the girls to get out of trouble basically oh to put the blame on someone else now that is not substantiated but there are I could a see lot that of, happening there, there are a lot of people that speculate the girls did this out of sheer boredom i think they got caught and boredom i could see i could see the girls yeah being the ones that
2: started the whole thing
0: yeah by late february Betty, the nine-year-old, started exhibiting strange behaviors, barking like a dog, screaming fits, contorting her body, and speaking gibberish. Just a couple of days after that, Abigail began exhibiting the same symptoms. Samuel Parris prayed, and he had the congregation pray, and when that didn't work, he called in John Hale and Dr. William Griggs to help cure the girls. In his book's John Hale claims to have seen the behavior himself, saying, These children were bitten and pinched by invisible agents. Their arms, necks, and backs turned this way and that way and returned back again. So it was impossible for them to do it of themselves.
1: What, like moving your body?
0: Moving your body, yeah. They were probably doing like Zumba moves, and he was like, This is an impossible task. (laughs) Zumba sounds like a demon. <laughs> witch!
2: witch 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 if she can get if she can get her knee up before, uh, above the witch line which is her waist she's a witch
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> i was yeah. at a birthday party one time and no joke we were doing that uh light as a feather stiff as a board thing where you put yeah. somebody's like lays on a chair and then you put them uh you put your fingers on them and stuff yeah. And um uh this I wanna say he was had to be forty. He could have been older, but he was an older man ran up to us crying, saying that we were going to unlock hell oh and God. let demons into the world if we kept doing what we were doing. Was God. it was it me? <laughs> it was you it was you, yeah.
3: <laughs>
4: you Are actually you came
2: me? you came through a, a bolt of light. And you yep. said, I'm from the future. I can't really explain our relationship. Um, it's too long to explain. Basically, you're sort of like a third wheel, but without the without any. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I was way more sobby than that, though. Yeah, I'll yeah, cry. yeah.
2: Yeah, you were crying. You were crying a lot. I and you were crying. like, look, yeah. look, there's going to be a thing called podcasts. I'm going to be I'm going to be on the podcast. Uh, look, and I was like, I don't really need you to explain all this to me. And you're like, I know, but you told me when I was here that I would need to, so I feel like I have to now.
1: Yep, and I gave you that sports almanac to bet on, and
2: uh, yes, I which all losers, in, by the I way. Back in my Delorean, and I fucking took off. All losers, by the way. I bet yeah. on the Miami Dolphins every year, and they <laughs> never won. Fooled you.
1: <laughs> Eighty-eight miles per hour.
2: <laughs> I don't know why I'm still betting I know why I'm still following your almanac. I should stop. It's a good book. Yeah.
0: There's some fun jokes in there. Some fun
2: puns. So
0: not being able to find anything wrong with the girls besides the fits themselves, the men suggested the girls were afflicted by the evil hand, aka witchcraft. Ah. Modern explanations for the behavior besides boredom and being a shitty kid. Include asthma, epilepsy, and a mold. And a mold, and this is right up your alley, Lori. A mold yes. called ergot found in rye, which can cause convulsions, hallucinations, tingling, muscle contractions, and vomiting, among other symptoms. The mold theory is thrown out the window, though, when you consider that only the children were affected, and not entire households. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, there was also a thing I read uh this was a while ago. So
2: and I don't know if it plays a part but there was a um merk I think it's mercury poisoning was a was a big deal too and that can cause you to like have like increased anger, increased like all sorts of crazy stuff and people were thinking that these people were, you know, signs of the devil and they just had mercury poisoning.
0: So. I think we need to check your timeline, the timeline timeline on mercury poisoning because I remember you mentioning it for the French serial killer we had to, which was like two hundred years before this or something.
2: <laughs> I feel like I feel like we don't need to. I think we just need to go with it, and uh <laughs>
0: okay. yeah. just I mean, that it
2: could potentially be mercury poisoning.
1: Those those French fish were really ahead of the curve.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, we'll go with mercury poisoning caused the Salem witch trials.
2: Great. <laughs> great sweet thank you guys all
0: right i'll see you later we're done right fraction <laughs> of the case yes. so i'll just finish telling cash the rest of the story okay <laughs> great. soon after betty and abigail many of their friends including anne putnam daughter of the Crum. sorry i skipped line soon after betty and abigail many of their friends including anne putnam daughter of the affluent family who controlled the town began displaying the same type of behavior. So a bunch of fucking girls just jumped in. Those bitches. (laughs) Oh my god. The village crumbled into hysterics, and they all believed witchcraft afflicted the children. While Samuel Paris tried to keep this under wraps, his neighbor, Mary Sibley, suggested they bake a witch's cake to determine whether Betty and Abigail were really afflicted. What the hell is a witch's cake? A witch's cake? Was a common English folk practice at the time. So it wasn't considered by non Puritans. By non Puritans, it was not considered witchcraft. It was just you know, one of those folk beliefs hmm. that they don't. Okay. But it's technically witchcraft in a way. Mm. Um, it involved baking a cake in ashes made with rye flour and the afflicted person's urine. Oh, I was no. all,
1: all on board. For a piece of cake, before you mentioned that, but now I'm really on board.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you then fed it to a dog, and you fed it to a dog because the dog was a common witch familiar. And if the dog exhibited the same behaviors as the afflicted human, then it was sure witchcraft was afoot. John what? Indian, yeah, I know. John Indian acquired the girl's urine. I don't know how. It just says that everywhere. John Indian. How, <laughs>
2: No explanation as to how that was acquired.
1: I love that there could just be a knock at the door. You open it up. You see Johnny and he's like, listen, you know what I'm here for.
2: It's going to happen whether you like it or not.
1: I'm getting the fucking urine. So let's dance.
2: Uh, I just I would just love it if if it was there was no explanation because he was like, don't worry
0: about it. Yeah, (laughs) I got it. I'm sure that's what it was. Like, John, how'd you get it? Don't worry about it. I got it.
1: Yeah, I, I got get the urine today by 3 p.m. if you need it.
2: You want some more? I, I can get you some more. How? Don't worry about it. Forget <laughs> it. John Indian. Don't. So what ain't done. After- what are you, an investigator? Just take the goddamn urine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Mary takes the urine and asks Tatuba to bake the cake, which she did, and she fed it to the family dog. Nothing. A conclusion was ever recorded about the witch's cake diagnosis. Okay. <laughs> A few days though after the cake incident, Betty and Abigail accused three women of tormenting them with witchcraft: Sarah Good, Sarah Osborne, and Tituba. At the same time, Samuel Parris found out about the witch's cake ordeal, which he was not happy about. He
3: didn't
0: <laughs> How did you get my daughter's
2: urine? I love that that's
1: the part that he, he stumbles over he's like okay wait, wait, wait stop stop uh-huh, stop
0: uh-huh
1: How did you get the urine? You need
0: to
3: We <laughs> need some? I don't stop <laughs> offering me urine. No. Off.
1: Where did you get my daughter's urine? How'd you get it? Don't worry about it.
3: I'm I'm worried.
1: I
2: have (laughs) my wish. Who doesn't like a cake? But it's urine. I can get get you urine. That's all you need to know.
1: Who doesn't like a good urine cake? Yeah. Oh god. (laughs) That has got to taste so foul.
2: I just. I bet. You know what? I bet. I bet it just tastes like real, like asparagusy. Like, it's just like, hmm, is there a vegetable in this?
1: I mean, if you're eating asparagus. Otherwise, it's just all earthy and fucking weird.
2: <laughs> Every yeah. single time I have, like, a vegan cake now, I'm going to be like, this has got urine in it. <laughs> yeah, it's a witch's cake. It's a witch's cake. There's definite urine in this.
1: I think I'd just like to do it anytime somebody gives me cake or anything. Just have a couple <laughs> bites and look it up and just be like. So there urine in this?
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, What's just kind of do like a
1: a taste, like a, mm, mm, mm.
2: Yeah. Is there urine in this?
1: Exactly, and they're just like, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> don't hey. Have another couple bites and I'll tell you.
2: That's for me to know.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you don't need to know about it. <laughs> you, just, you just got indian <laughs> uh.
0: So he's announced the witch's cake in the church, saying it was... Quote, asking the devil for help against the devil. Mary was suspended from communion, but later on was allowed to return after the parishioners accepted her confession, which I think is fucking bullshit because she's the one that came the closest so far to doing any kind of witchcraft. She's the one that knew about the witches' cake, which even though it wasn't considered witchcraft at the time, it technically is because all those folk beliefs and all that, they're all based in witchcraft. Sure. But because, I don't know, Mary was Sam's neighbor, all she had to do was just fucking confess mm-hmm. and everything was fine. Mm-hmm. As sure. for Tituba, As for Tituba, Samuel beat her mercil- mercilessly oh into God. a confession. Tituba confessed that she performed witchcraft on the girls and had been oh. serving the devil. Again, she was coerced.
2: This poor woman, Jesus Christ! Did what do you bet- want to bet that it was just a joke that the other stupid bitch had? She's like, yeah, of course. Uh, let's just, uh, I'll just uh, make a cake, uh, a witch's cake. Yeah, <laughs> what's in it? Uh,
3: uh, urine.
0: urine, urine. That's it. Horrible. Tituba and the two Sarahs were formally accused of witchcraft and the Salem witch trials began. Up until that point, most of the women accused of being witches at the time in New England were normally outcasts, old maids and all that kind of stuff, but not normally people of color, not there's not slaves. They had their suspicions about indigenous people, but they were also terrified of them in a way. So, well, it's Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Over time, the depictions of Tatuba among other figures have brought forth the fear and ideal that people of color are always associated with witchcraft. Tatuba was powerless to defend herself, and the two Sarahs weren't doing so well themselves either. Hmm. Sarah you Good, know for a fact
2: that they called one of the Sarahs, like, cute Sarah, and one of the Sarahs, fat Sarah.
0: <laughs> they actually called them both goody. Like, I think it was some kind of nickname back then, so they were both like. One, her last name is Good, so it's Goody Good, mm-hmm. and the other one is Goody Osborne.
1: Hmm. Oh, okay. Some type of Goody mob.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sarah Good was a beggar, who the town looked down upon, even though she was a widow. She was a, she was a poor person. She was a widow because she couldn't do anything without a husband. Right. And Sarah Osborne was at odds with her sons and the Putnam family over her late husband's estate. She also hadn't attended church in three years and was looked down upon for marrying an Irish indentured servant after he had paid his debt. All three women were already outcasts in the eyes of the town when the trials began. Their trials started on March first, 1692. At first, the two Sarahs denied any wrongdoing, and then Tituba took the stand. Her questioning by Constable Joseph Herrick is as follows. So I'll be Tituba, if you could be the H. Okay. And I'm not going to do any kind of voice, but if you want to have like a weird Scarlet Letter guy voice. I'll be audience. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, you be audience. I'm
1: trying to imagine what this sounds like.
0: Like you remember (gasps) the Scarlet Letter? Yeah. I was the, you'll see, I think it'll make sense when you when Tituba! <laughs>
1: what evil spirit have you familiarity with?
0: None. <gasps> Why do
1: you hurt these children?
0: I do not hurt them.
1: <gasps> Who is it then?
0: The devil, for all I know.
1: <gasps> Did you ever see the devil?
0: The devil came to me and bid me serve him. <gasps> the devil came to me. It's really long, laurie so if you're getting the gas.
1: <laughs> keep, no, do it, keep doing it. <laughs> Who have you seen?
0: Four women sometimes hurt the children. Who were they? Goody Osborne and Sarah Good. And I do not know who the others were. Sarah Good and Osborne would have me hurt the children, but I would not. She further saith there was a tall man of Boston that she did see. When did you see them? Last night at Boston. What did they say to you? They say hurt the children. And did you hurt them? No. There's four women and one man they hurt the children and they lay upon me and they tell me if i will not hurt the children they will hurt me <gasps>
1: but did you not hurt them
0: <laughs> yes but i will <gasps> hurt i will hurt them no more
1: <gasps> are you sorry you did hurt them yes <gasps> and why did and why then do you hurt them
0: they say hurt children, or we will do worse to you. What happened? A man came to me and said, "Serve me."
3: What service?
0: Hurt the children. <gasps> and last night, there was an appearance that said, "Kill the children." And if <gasps> I would not go on hurting the children, they would do worse to me.
1: <gasps> what is this appearance? You see?
0: Sometimes <laughs> now it sounds like an orgasm. <laughs>
2: That last one. Only last one. That last I am one. pleasuring myself while Your this is happening. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was pleasuring myself. I love a good court trial document reading. We're, That's we're, my... almost
1: we're almost done. What is this appearance you see?
0: Sometimes it is like a hog, and sometimes like a great dog. This <gasps> appearance she saith, she did see four times.
1: What did it say to you?
0: The black dog said, serve me. But I said, <gasps> I am afraid. <gasps> oh my God. He said, could, could you be quiet over there, please, ma'am? Ma'am in the back? Yes, ma'am. I have please. a breathing yeah. problem. <laughs> Can we? She's distracting me. Ma'am,
1: you are disrupting the core. <laughs> sorry. Please keep it to a minimum.
0: Yes, sorry. Anyway. As you were. He said if I did not, he would do worse to me. (laughs) Ma'am? What did you say to it? I will serve you no longer. Then he said he would hurt me and then he looked like a man and threatened to hurt me. She said that this man... What was that? (laughs) Ma'am, please! (laughs) Sorry! I'm sorry I stubbed my toe. Keep going. She said this man had a yellow bird that he kept with him, and he told me he had more pretty things that he would give me if I would serve him. What were these pretty things? He did not show me them. What also have you seen? Two rats, a red rat, and a black rat. What did they say to you? They said, serve me.
1: When did you see them?
0: Last night, and they said, serve me. But I said I would not. What service? She said hurt the children. Did you not pinch Elizabeth Hubbard this morning? The man brought her to me and made me pinch her. Why
1: did you go to Thomas Putnam's last night and hurt his child?
0: They pull and haul me and make me go. And what would they have you do? Kill her with a knife. Left Fuller and others said at this time. Fuller and others said at this time. When the child, saw...
1: <laughs> keep going, keep going.
0: When the child saw these persons as was and was tormented by them, that she did complain of a knife, and they would have her cut her head off with a knife. How did you go? We ride upon sticks and are there presently.
1: Do you go through the trees or over them?
0: We see nothing but are there presently. Why did you not tell your master? I was afraid they would cut off my head if I told.
1: So. Would you not have hurt others if you could?
0: They said they would hurt others, but they could not.
1: What attendance hath Sarah Good?
0: A yellow bird, and she would have given me one. What
1: meat did she give it?
0: It did suck her between her fingers.
1: Gross. Did you not hurt Mr. Cum. Kearns? Mr. Kern's child?
0: Goody Good and Goody Osborne told that they did hurt Mr. Curran's child and would have had me hurt him too, but I did not.
1: What hath Sarah Osborne?
0: A yellow dog. She had a thing with a head like a woman with two legs and wings. Abigail Williams, that lives with her uncle Paris, said that she did see the same creature, and it turned into the shape of Goody Osborne.
1: What else have you seen with Osborne?
0: Another thing. Harry, it goes upright like a man and hath only two legs.
1: Did you not see Sarah Good upon Elizabeth Hubbard last Saturday?
0: I did see her set a wolf upon her to afflict her. The person with dismay did say that she did complain of a wolf.
3: Hmm.
0: She further saith. <laughs> <laughs> she further saith that she saw a cat with good at another time. What clothes
1: doth the man go in? <laughs>
0: He goes in black clothes, a tall man with white hair, I think.
1: How doth the woman go?
0: In a white hood, and a black hood, with a top knot.
1: Do you see who it is that torments these children now?
0: Yes, it is goody good. She hurts them in her own shape.
1: And who is it that hurts them now?
0: I am blind now, I cannot see.
1: There you have it, Your Honor. <gasps> you can see that she is a witch and my cape is tremendous. <laughs> Let us all pay attention to the woman in the back with the breathing apparatus problem.
0: <gasps> Thank you.
1: She is dead now.
0: <laughs> so a lot, a lot of the stuff that I read mm-hmm. asked the same question of like, who knows why Tituba made this up? Who knows why she chose to to embellish her confession so much when it wasn't even a real confession? And it's so obvious
3: Yeah. Yes. That
0: it's like first of all she was beaten to a confession and now she knows that if she gives you some shit she'll stay alive because there's no other way she's gonna stay alive right now she's not a dumbass she knows that
2: she needs to make it and she knows she needs to make it salacious so yeah I mean god
0: jesus christ and that at the time like you said this was very salacious like people were like a bird a rat a dog holy crap (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> the world is about to end. I saw a bird
1: with a snake's head, man. She yeah. shit was wild. <laughs> Who saw it? Sarah and them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who was there? Well, basically, it's funny because in the, in the thing, she's like, well, Abigail said she saw she saw that. So I saw that. She almost,
1: she almost said what had happened was.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what has happened was.
1: What had happened, Doth? What, yeah.
0: was. <laughs> what if happened? What if happened? <laughs> Holy shit. That's a good name for a fucking show. So once she had claimed blindness, Tatuba was put in prison in Boston, but kept alive as a witness in the now massively growing number of witch accusations. Uh, which was great for her in a way. Yeah. Right? yeah. They didn't put her to death. Right yeah, away. absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. she- She's
2: smart. I mean, she's like Scheherazade. She's giving them enough to where they're like, we want more. We
0: want more. Yeah.
1: Was she I mean, was she, I'm sure she wasn't living in like a decent situation.
0: I don't know. I don't know how the women prisons in Boston were at the time.
2: <laughs> I'm
0: sure she was also sequestered. You know,
2: I'm sure they were like, you know, putting her in a different more dingier version. So I'm sure. I'm sure whatever the shitty shittiness of of the women's prison it's even shittier for women of color so yeah
0: yeah while in prison tuba told a magistrate that she was coerced into confessing by samuel paris and had no involvement in witchcraft but surprise surprise nothing was done samuel paris refused to pay to bail and she remained in prison for a year before an anonymous person bailed her out hmm By that time, after 200 accused, 57 57 of them alone by Abigail Williams and 20 executions, the trials had finally begun to wind down. So I like to think that some like John Indian gathered up the money to pay her bail and then someone else to pay like somebody who was allowed to. And then they ran away together because that'd be nice. Yeah. She deserves that. Exactly. Yeah. As for Sarah Good, Sarah Good was hanged. Uh, Fun fact, though. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Great. (laughs) Fun fact. When she was about to be hung, she said to the Reverend Nicholas Noyes, I'm no more a witch than you are a wizard. And if you take away my life, God will give you blood to drink. 25 years later, Noyes died from choking on his own blood. Ah. That's kind of nice. Yeah. That's a nice little retribution. Sarah Osborne, the other woman that was first accused, died in prison on May tenth, sixteen ninety two. Ah, so the trials were still pretty much happening during the later half of the trials. Samuel Paris sent his daughter Betty away to live with the Seawalls family. She eventually married a shoemaker and her dad kept supplying her money and furniture throughout the rest of his life. Hmm. Samuel Paris himself was ousted out of Salem Village by the villagers, who hated him even more after his nonsense in the trials, and add to that that the guy tried to squat on some of the land when the villagers stopped paying his salary. <sighs> he finally ended up leaving Salem Village but records show he was back in business in Boston as of 1697. Oh my God, what a loser. As for Abigail Williams, she disappears from the records around the later half of the trials as well. But unlike Betty, she doesn't reemerge. There is some speculation she died at the age of 17 with no recorded cause. Hmm. And if that's the case, then I think it's some sort of cover up. Oh, yeah. There's some foul play there for sure. Especially because she accused 57 of the 200 people. That's a lot. That's a big number. Yeah, that is a lot. And so after her release, Tituba disappeared from any records afterwards. Which is good. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I hope she just got to run away with John Indian. All in all, over 200 people were accused of witchcraft throughout Massachusetts. 30 were found guilty. Nine of those, 19 of those 30 were hanged, and one man, Giles Corey, at 71 years old, was pressed to death with stones for refusing to confess. Wow. Oof. Five more died in jail. None of the mostly preteen and teenage girls who accused people ever apologized, except for Anne Putnam. Eventually, some of the magistrates and judges and this and that apologize and motions have been made to rectify their mistakes. The Salem Witch Trials have been used as a perfect example of mass hysteria, which is great, but over time, the authors who wrote fictional or half-fictional accounts of the Salem Witch Trials changed John Indian and Tituba's origins from the Arawak of the Central Southern American region to that of African ancestry. Hmm. Even though she was in her twenties when this happened, illustrations also portray her as an old, dark-skinned hag, normally shown bewitching small children. Which is also not what happened at all. Yeah. In the book Giles Corey of the Salem Farms, written 175 years after the trial, is kinda of where this it's kind of where it starts, but I'm sure it traces back even earlier. She is the daughter of an Indian mother and a quote, all black father who taught her OB magic. 260 years after the trials, Arthur Miller's The Crucible in 1952, a play about the Salem trials, had Tituba as, quote, a Negro slave who gave the girls chicken blood to drink. Because of this, voodoo is also now assumed to be associated with Tituba, even though there is no mention of voodoo anywhere in the records whatsoever. Chadwick Hansen traces the progression of Tatuba's race in the essay, The Metamorphosis of Tatuba. He says, there is no evidence to support these changes, but there is an instructive lesson in American historiography to be read in them. And that's the story of Tetuba and the beginning of the Salem witch trials. One day, maybe we'll cover the Salem witch trials, but those are super long and complicated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people got accused.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's really intense. Have you guys, uh, have either of you ever been to Salem, Massachusetts?
0: No, I don't Fair think enough. I have. <laughs> you know I haven't.
1: I know you haven't. I was mainly asking her. I have been there. Wow. It feels like an eerie place. Yeah. My friend Kara lives there, and, I, and we were, I was there on tour, and I asked her, I was like, is there anything you can show me about like the witch trials here? And she was like, yes, dude.
0: There's so much though.
1: So much. It, it. But that's the weird thing too. Like we were walking through, just through the town, and we, me and all of our friends, we all walked back like past a creek, behind these stores to go back to her house. And I gotta tell you, the feeling I had back there, I was just like, I know. Oh, I was like, dude, bad shit happened here. Yeah. Ugh. It's yeah. Such a- horrible 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 thing
0: yeah
2: i mean teenage girls are the worst i think we can all agree yeah teenage girls
0: and angry white people angry white people yeah who need something to put their problems on because this all started because they were all mad at each other all the all the white people were mad at each other they were like you're oppressing me and now we're gonna oppress some of our ladies and a couple of slaves you for now
1: you can't accuse people of being witches i did that once i accused someone of being a witch i was i was uh with a friend of mine and i went to go see the maury Povitch show
2: uh-huh what?
1: this is very true this is totally true i was uh, in the audience of the maury Povich show and it was just like a random episode of whatever and I was in the back, as in the in the uh, back of the audience, and I was so bored with the entire show that uh, when they brought somebody on stage, I kept on yelling. I was like, "She's a witch! Burn her! Burn the witch!" <laughs> and everybody around me started being like, "Yeah! Burn the witch!" <laughs> and the audience, like the audience controller was just like pointing at me and being like, "One more time! One more time, and you're out of here." I and know. sure enough, when they brought it back out again, I was like, "Burn her!" And they were like, you're out of here. <laughs> so I had to be escorted out.
3: <laughs>
1: that, that one worked out for you, though. That was in my favor. I got yeah, to get out. A, there. That was pretty them. fun. Also, uh, never go
2: and see those shows live. They're horrible. Sounds boring.
1: It's, it's pretty awful. I didn't know the magic of television at that point.
2: What's I'm boring about it? Is it just a lot of waiting around?
1: Yeah, a lot of waiting around and a lot of, like, audience, like, You'll feel like a trained dog when you're in when you're in there. They'll hold up signs and be like, Say yay, say poo. You don't like
2: that. <laughs> I went to uh I went to see the Ellen DeGeneres show oh. with a friend of mine. And uh that was kinda what it was like. And this was I don't know, I haven't watched Ellen in forever. But this was when she used to have like a outdoor grotto area where she used to have people and you they always made it seem like those were people that like they wanted to be there but it's actually people who like didn't get into the real nah. like theater <laughs> and so they put them in this outdoor area and so we all had to act like we were having fun and we were excited to be there and so i and so they just kept like you know putting like attractive people they would ask people oh, could you get in the pool and can you like kind of just sort of act like you're having fun and whatever and so it sucks yeah so it was just like my friend Bobby and I, every single time they were like, all right, act like you're having fun. We would just like turn to each other and just start talking to each other. Just like, so what's <laughs> your day?
0: Like, how are you doing? We were just not even paying attention. I went to go see the The voice. Is it the voice? Yeah. I think it's that. I, I don't know why I was there. I think I was getting paid like 50 bucks and I I didn't want to go see the voice. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And there was like 25 of us and we were on this huge sound stage, the actual stage for the voice. But there was only 25 of us when normally the audience is full. So they kept shuttling us. They kept moving (laughs) you guys around. Yeah, like little sheep. (laughs) We were just like sheep being herded to different parts of the stage so that they could get audience shots of us going, yay! But it's making it look like a lot of people. Dude,
3: that
1: sounds like so much work.
3: Oh, my God. They're like,
1: you you were in front last time. Go to the back. Yeah. You're like, I don't want to go to the back. They're like, she's a witch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Burn her! Okay, guys, thanks for listening to Bloody Podcast. And we have some shout outs to do for our Patreon for new patrons. First up is Devin McKay, Spiral Queen, Jose de Leon, and Denise Dazer. I like the way Denise spelled her name with a Z. Yeah, I think that's cool.
2: Yeah. So thank you guys. And if you want to check out our Patreon, right now we have a uh britney murphy uh episode up where we discuss the life trials and tribulations of britney murphy and her untimely death that's on our patreon right now and you can go to bloody uh com slash bloody podcast b murph yeah. what'd you say and... i called
1: her, her b murph
2: oh okay <laughs> and uh, that's how that's how she was known to her family yeah yeah and uh <laughs> And, uh, and check us out cool. on social media at bloody podcast and dot And we're available streaming anywhere you get your podcasts. And uh, we appreciate those who donate to our Patreon, but we also appreciate those who just listen. Thank you so much. If you can rate and review, subscribe anywhere that's possible. Uh, we really appreciate it. that really helps our podcast get out there to more people.
0: Thanks guys. Oh, and for those on Twitch who enjoyed Twitch, on the Pack theater channel and hopefully soon up our own, our own channel when I figure out how to download it, there's a recording of our live stream show that we had with Cash Abdemolic and Crystal Adams, which turned out really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
2: you say that like you were shocked, like, hey, that turned out pretty good. It was I thought it was going to be a shit show.
0: It's always a you know, it's always a challenge when you're doing a, new, a brand new show. It's a brand new format. Yeah. So, yeah i wasn't sure and i was not confident i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i was confident in our guests and in you i was just like what's gonna happen are the computers yeah. gonna break
2: right yeah. i was worried we weren't even gonna be able to get on to the show like we were just gonna be like <laughs> we were just gonna be constantly being like well we're waiting to log on
0: yeah exactly i thought that was what would happen too like it's just us being like is it on is it are on there
1: for, for, for 28 minutes yeah, yeah. can you hear me now like, oh shit so uh hey guys what's up guys How it's just doing?
0: like footage of me getting high and you working in the background because we're like we're just waiting to be on we'll be good, time. <laughs> really good to go what's happening <laughs> <laughs> sounds,
3: good. sounds good yeah
0: thank Hi. you guys so much thanks everybody have a good night